0: Hello, hello, and welcome back. We have so much to go over today. I don't even know where to start. So, let me tell you what we are going to talk about. We are deep diving into the importance of testosterone. So, this is for men and women, but we are going to tie it into Hashimoto's, into weight gain, into muscle loss, into libido into all your other hormones. It's just so important and it is so overlooked, especially in the ladies. So when you go into your doctor and you ask for a full hormone panel, most of the time you get estrogen because so many docs think that women just have estrogen as a hormone and they forget. Listen, we have progesterone and testosterone. And it is vitally, vitally important. Men, it is important for your cardiac function. Ladies, it's important for your cardiac function. Did you know that having low testosterone will put you at a greater risk for Hashimoto's? So just even just having low T, let's say you are, you have that genetic predisposition for having autoimmune, for having Hashimoto's, you have it in your family, you have it in your genetic line, and you are walking around with low T, that is one of the parts of the three-legged stool. That is one of the things that can set you up for that Hashimoto switch turning on so that it presents itself. It's actually a stressor to be walking around with low testosterone levels. So we will be going over the optimal levels as well. For those of you who don't know me, who may be jumping on and just watching this for the first time, my name is Amy Horniman. I'm a functional medicine practitioner and I specialize in treating thyroid conditions. So let's dive in. So like I already said, having low testosterone sets you up for Hashimoto is presenting itself. And also, thyroid will go down if you are not optimized, which will also bring your testosterone levels down. Are you finally at your wits' end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones, they're not even testing properly. So we always have to start with the thyroid when we're talking about test levels. We have to optimize that first and then start going downstream. Testosterone in women made, well, actually, let's, let's go over some basic biology here. The pituitary gland located in your brain sends a signal to your ovaries as to how much testosterone to produce. So first of all, it can be an issue with your pituitary It can be an issue with your hypothalamus. It can be an issue with your thyroid that can tell the ovaries to produce or not produce testosterone levels. So we can see a direct effect of T levels because of any dysfunction upstream with the pituitary, the thyroid, the hypothalamus. Ladies, you have to remember that testosterone is vital for the maintenance and growth of bone tissue. So yes, of course, we need testosterone for muscle mass. We need it for lean muscle mass. We need it to decrease the amount of fat storage, because even if we optimize your thyroid and your testosterone's in the tank, you're not going to lose weight. Of course, we want you to have a healthy sex drive. We want you to have a libido. Testosterone is absolutely vital to decrease the risk of vaginal atrophy. So testosterone actually helps not only with your libido, not only with your sex drive, but also the actual engorgement of the vaginal area to enhance blood flow. You need that testosterone. So that it's important for all those functions. And even just with all that alone, you're going to say, yes, please. I want optimal testosterone levels. It's going to help you with even just drive during the day, um, that, that motivation, that motivation to take care of yourself, to get things done, to clean the house, to pick up the kids, to go to work, to run your own business as a powerful entrepreneur, to go to the gym and get a good workout in, to be strong in the gym, to have that energy. All of that is tied to testosterone. The overlook part is that it is important for bone density. So as we age, women are always scared and they are scared by their doctors. And they're told maybe you need to take more calcium and go on the Sally Field drug because of your bones. And maybe you are tested for osteopenia or osteoporosis. You're forgetting that you need optimal testosterone levels to have healthy bone tissue. So this is this plays a role in overall health and longevity in anti aging. It's just it's so vital, so 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 vital. It is vital for your mood. So if testosterone is low, you will experience greater levels of depression and anxiety. You'll have irregular menstruation, like we said, most likely weight gain, sleep disturbances, muscle weakness for sure. You're going to feel sluggish. You're going to feel fatigued. This is men and women. So men, listen up. This is you too. Muscle weakness, muscle loss, weight gain, sluggishness, loss of drive, loss of motivation, loss of bone density, loss of libido, decreased sexual satisfaction. You're not going to be able to orgasm. All of that is tied into low testosterone, men and women. But oftentimes, low T in women goes undiagnosed. One of the reasons why it goes undiagnosed is because of going back to, we always talk about this with thyroid labs, the normal conventional lab value range. So if we stay in that standard lab value range box, you most likely as a woman, you know what? As a guy too, we're going to get to you in a second. You're going to go undiagnosed because the range is so wide and vast. And again, we have to look at this from an optimal standpoint. Where do you need to be to feel optimal as a woman when it comes to testosterone? In my functional medicine world, I like women and I have seen women feel their best right around 40 to 50. Now, some practitioners say we're going to push it 60 to 80 as long as the woman feels good and is not experiencing androgenic side effects. So the acne, the dark hair, the voice change, as long as there's no androgenic side effects going on then we can absolutely go a little bit higher in the testosterone level for women. Men, you guys, range is so big, so wide and vast that you often, often, often go undiagnosed. So what will happen with my men is that range will start at around 225, 250. It goes up to about 1100 optimal range for most, and this is a general, general, general optimal range. It's very age dependent, but general optimal range for men is around six to 700. You will go undiagnosed coming in at a 285, at a 325, at a 375. You're going to feel like garbage. And of course, we have to look at your estrogen levels too. You're going to feel like garbage, but you're going to be Normal, you're fine, you're normal, you're good, go on, you're happy, merry, wet. Same with you women, you're coming in at a 20, which I just had recently, a patient come in at a 20, a woman for testosterone, not going to feel good, going to be experiencing weight gain, not going to feel very good in her brain, loss of cognition, Um, bad mood, low libido, and we're wondering, well, why, why, why? Well, the why is because you're getting told that you are normal, but you are far from optimal. So what do we do to raise testosterone levels across the board? First of all, we can use a testosterone cream, a compounded testosterone cream. Now, these suggestions are very practitioner-dependent. So my, the practitioner that I, the nurse practitioner who is amazing, um, that is part of my team that I work with, she will prescribe creams or injections based on the woman. And she has her pros and cons for both and explains, to each individual. And sometimes it's on the patient too. Some women are not comfortable doing injections. So we go the cream route, the transdermal cream or gel. Um, There's also transdermal patches, but these are different ways that we can deliver prescribed testosterone to you, male or female, to raise your testosterone um, exogenously. So we are actually adding testosterone to your body if it is low to get that number up. Now, there are some natural things that we can do as well, and we will go over those. But let's start with the prescribed. Now, here's the problem with testosterone. So my nurse practitioner can prescribe thyroid medications across state lines, as long as you're not in one of those states that are really kind of clamped down right now, like Virginia and Michigan where you're not allowed to do telehealth anymore for whatever reason, thank your governor. Um, But in most states, my nurse practitioner, just like I do telehealth with anyone, anywhere, she can prescribe thyroid medication across state lines. We can prescribe progesterone across state lines. Testosterone is more regulated. So it's more kind of clamped down to you have to meet with somebody in your state. Now this may change. This may have even changed due to the pandemic that we're in. Um, I We would have to treat you on an individual basis if you didn't need testosterone hormone replacement therapy. But the ways that we go about it are different compounded formulas, gels, creams, injections. And then some people are doing oral formulations, but there are kind of pros and cons with that and the pellets um, that we've been seeing across the board with female patients. Men, you're just better off with injectables across the board. Um, When you're using the Andro gels, oftentimes they're not absorbed properly. You have to be careful that you don't grab a towel and then your kid picks it up or your wife picks it up and then she starts growing a beer. That's the last thing that you want. So men, you're, you're much, much better with the injectables. We can do... there's evidence of microdosing, low-dose testosterone daily, and that's what my nurse practitioner likes to do with men, and they respond very well because you can use an insulin needle, and you keep that testosterone level at kind of a a consistent level instead of going up and down, up and down in the once a week or once every 10-day injections. Ultimately, you peak and then you crash. So that's a way to kind of keep the level consistent. And then with females, we usually go like two to five milligrams um, per day in a cream. And then it's different if we're doing a once a week injectable, but compounded creams, two to five milligrams per day, per night. And then it depends on if it is compounded with a progesterone cream. That seems to work really, really well at improving all of those uh, symptoms that we just talked about, including the vaginal atrophy. So, halting that vaginal atrophy. And then if your testosterone is low and we're looking at bone density, we have to make sure that we pair it up with those certain supplements that we're going to be talking about that are natural solutions for low testosterone anyways. So let's dive into that. So what can we do naturally and what should you be doing anyways, to make sure that your testosterone levels are staying elevated, male and female? Okay, so when we're talking about bones, it would be worth it to dive into vitamin D and magnesium. So we want optimal test levels. We want you to be taking vitamin D paired with K2. Vitamin D has to be paired with k for proper absorption. And when we are talking about testosterone, hormone balance, uh, bones, bone loss, bone density, that D has to be paired with K2 and with magnesium for proper absorption. When you pair that up, you are solid, then you have ultimate bone support. You don't need to be taking calcium ad nauseum. You don't need to be on the Sally Field drug. If you are doing some weight-bearing exercise, get out there and lift weights because that's going to be good for your testosterone as well. We're going to talk about that in a second. Your bones will be fine. They will be nice and strong, and they will be absolutely fine. So things like zinc, mag, D, Zinc is very important, by the way. Zinc is important for T4 to T3 conversion. So remember, we said we had to start with your thyroid anyways and make sure that that's optimized. So we want to make sure in that optimization process that you're, your T3 levels, the active thyroid hormone, we want to make sure that your T3 levels are optimal. So we want to make sure that you are taking zinc. So zinc, mag, vitamin D. And then we can move on to DHEA. Now, this is the controversial one. You have to remember DHEA is a precursor to testosterone. So DHEA comes in, and but it also is tied into your cortisol levels. So if your cortisol is off, all hormones will be off, Pregnenolone will be off, which will also decrease your testosterone. So DHEA, you, I, I recommend you work with a practitioner. When you are dosing DHEA, 25 to 50 milligrams is really, really good for males and females. Females, you're going to stay at the lower end of that, but we have to make sure that we are monitoring you, that we're watching for any kind of androgenic side effect. The side effects are very, very low, but they can happen in a select Few individuals, and if you are doing any kind of competitive sports, if you're an athlete, we have to be careful because the anti doping um association that does all the testing DHA is on their list of things not to take. So, Ben Greenfield tells a story about an athlete that was actually you know kicked out of a, a big race. I want to say it might have been an uh, Ironman triathlon because he went and grabbed. What he thought was DHA as in fish oil, and it was DHEA, and he tested high for DHEA and was not allowed to compete. So we do have to be careful with that with um, athletes, but those are the big ones. Creatine, we, we forget about creatine. Creatine, two to five milligrams per day, males and females, no loading doses necessary Creatine is absolutely wonderful pre-workout to get that pump, to help just kind of nudge your testosterone levels up naturally. So that's something great to add into your pre-workout. If you are using something like a nitrous oxide before workout to get that better pump, that's really nice paired up with creatine. And then here's the one that I uh, gave you in the show notes links to for males and females. So this is Designs for Health. It's called Libido stem. There's an F for females and an M for males. Now, when males use it, I'm going to start with the males. When males use libido stim, we have measured and tested their natural testosterone levels before and after. Libido stim M will raise a male testosterone level by around 100 points over the course of six months. Now, when it is paired up with testosterone replacement therapy. So when a male is actually placed on a testosterone replacement therapy regimen of injectables or gel or compounded creams, then it pairs up really nicely to bump that test level up just a little bit more and a little bit faster. So then of course we notice exponential gains and we get that man into an optimal range a lot faster. For females, the libido stim F is absolutely perfect. It has tribulus in it, which is great for both sexes. Tribulus has been shown in studies to increase libido and testosterone levels. But the nice thing, ladies, is that the libido stim F will not cause androgenic side effects. Now, could you take it in excess and push your testosterone levels up? You can. It's really hard to push test up naturally into a you know too high of a range where you're getting close to like a guy ladies like I said you should be around 40 to 50 some practitioners like 60 to 80 but if you're hitting you know 200 300 400 all right that's a little bit high that's not going to happen with libido stemF that's only going to happen if you're taking a whole bunch of testosterone exogenously on your on your own so that tribulus, that will increase libido and testosterone levels so that's really great for both sexes to use. Women, I know you might be scared to take this because of the androgenic side effects, but don't be. If you cannot get a practitioner to prescribe you testosterone, you're walking around with a test of 18, 20, 25, and you are still struggling with weight gain, and we're looking at your thyroid, and we're saying, hey, look at this. This looks pretty good. I just had a patient the other day with really good-looking thyroid lab values. Test was low. And that is really the key. When we get that testosterone level up, we don't necessarily have to keep going up, up, up in the thyroid medication. We see that thyroid medication actually begin to work really, really well because your testosterone level is up. So symptoms go down and thyroid medication works better. Also, for both sexes, low-carb diets with around point. Five to 0.8 times per pound of body weight protein. So you want your protein level 0.5 to 0.8 times your pound in body weight of protein grams. Say so you're 200 pounds, then you should be eating around 100 grams of protein, maybe a little bit higher if you're a male, per the grams of protein per day. 40% of that should be fat. Of your 40% of your diet should be fat. So, we are talking about low carb diets being very, very beneficial for increasing testosterone levels as long as there is a refeed on the weekend. So, when we're looking at thyroid function and keto, thyroid function and low carb diets, low carb diets and testosterone, you always want to cycle your carbohydrates. So, you always want to have that refeed somewhere in the mix where your carbohydrates are going up, but you want to refeed, of course, with good sources of carbohydrates. So focus on your sweet potatoes and your jasmine rice, add in some fruits and bump those carbs up on the weekend. I'm actually releasing a course soon called Keto for the Week, and that is going to keep thyroid healthy. It's going to teach you how to be low carb, but you're just doing it through the week. It keeps testosterone levels healthy too. And then you do the weekend refeed and it breaks this down and makes it super easy. I will let you know when that is released. But low-carb dieting, making sure your protein is adequate, 40% fat, good fats, and doing higher carbohydrate intake and refeeds, absolutely optimal for thyroid and testosterone levels. Okay, (laughs) sleep. You want to talk about sleep? We just talked about this last week. If you missed it, you can go back and listen to the podcast, on what one night of bad sleep can do to your body. It's just so detrimental. It will raise your insulin levels. It will mess up your hormones left and right. It will send them on a roller coaster. So sleep, not sleeping. You must get sleep. You got to turn off the phones. You got to get rid of the blue light. You have to you know, use the blue light blocking glasses. Your best sleep is between 10 and 2 a.m., so that's when you get deep restorative sleep, and that's where we see growth hormone levels increase and testosterone levels increase. So you have to remember that through the day, if you are working out or even if you're not working out, you are in a catabolic state. You are in a breakdown state. Things are just breaking down as we move through the day. If you're working out, you are you're catabolizing your muscles in order to get growth, in order to go into that anabolic state. We go into that anabolic state, that recovery mode when we sleep. And the best time for that recovery mode is between 10 and 2 a.m. That is when growth hormone and testosterone levels increase. That's where you are going to lose body fat. That's where you're going to increase lean muscle tissue and actually notice an increase in muscle mass. The other thing you can do to get that little bit of a boost in growth hormone and test levels is after your workout... Wait one to two hours before you eat. Give that one to two hours. So many of you are so used to from the 1990s and 2000s. Oh my gosh, right after a workout, you're pounding down a protein shake and it's going to be whey protein. And then you're rushing to get your carbs in because you got to have carbs and protein after workout. Absolutely false. You can go into your workout in a fasted state if you are able to, and wait one to two hours after your workout because you're getting a testosterone and growth hormone boost during your workout. So ride that wave for a couple hours after before you eat something, and that will greatly improve your test net levels naturally. The other thing to do when you're in the gym and ladies, this is specifically for you lift heavy weights, get off the damn cardio machines. Quit being a cardio queen. When you are on those cardio machines and you're going like a hamster on a wheel, all you are doing is raising your cortisol levels. Now, we'll get to cortisol in a minute, but you raise those cortisol levels, I can guarantee you that you will do nothing but shut down your thyroid function, you will impair T4 to T3 conversion, you will drop your testosterone levels, and you will gain weight. So if I really, really wanted to make you gain weight, what I would have you do is definitely eat every two hours. Remember that myth, eat every two hours to keep your metabolism up. Eat every two hours, pump that insulin up. And do nothing but cardio. Don't even touch a weight. And I promise I could pack on 20 pounds on you in body fat in about a year. And I would drop your testosterone levels too. So you'd be walking around just a fat blob with no libido. Many of you are doing cardio. Get off of the treadmill. Get off of the stepper. Get off of the elliptical and go pick up a heavy weight that when you get to the 12th or the 15th rep, you can't even do it. Men, I know you're lifting heavy weights. I'm going to say it on the side, though. If you're not, you have to. Don't just do the little circuit of machines. You know, pick up some free weights. Push yourself a little bit. Do some squats. Do some deadlifts. I know your knees might be blown out. Your back might hurt. Uh, Do simulated squats, deadlifts. Do some kettlebells. Push yourself to the limit. Lift those heavy weights because that is proven. Hands down, proven to increase testosterone and growth hormone levels. Our bodies respond differently. Ladies, you are not going to get bulky. Even if we were giving you testosterone cream or testosterone injections, we're not abusing it as in the bodybuilding world where you see really beefed up women that look like men. We are using it in a controlled fashion to get you into an optimal range. And we're telling you, go to the gym and lift heavy weights. Even if your your knees hurt, you can still do this. You can still do bicep curls and shoulder presses and things for your back. And you probably have some PT exercises that you need to be doing for your legs and your knees to keep those strong. Go to the gym and lift heavy weights. Chronic cardio will decrease your testosterone levels hands down. Okay, across the board for men and women, plastics. We're going to put a link in the show notes to Dr. Anthony Jay's book, Estrogeneration. Get it, read it, get the plastics and all the estrogenic compounds out of your life. Because if you are in an estrogen dominant state, not only is that going to screw up your thyroid and mess with T4 to T3 conversion, it's going to cause weight gain. it's going to cause water retention, it's going to cause you to be whiny and, and depressed and anxious, men and women. You don't want to be in an estrogen dominant state, guys. That's not good. It's going to set you up for a higher risk of breast cancer, for blood clots, and it will decrease your testosterone. So sometimes just by bringing estrogen levels down, we can naturally bring testosterone up because high estrogen will push down testosterone, male and female. So get the fake estrogens, the xenoestrogens out of your life will also link to the podcast on estrogen that we did just a couple of weeks ago. I encourage you to go back and listen to that packed full of great, great, great information of changes that you can do now. So these are all natural changes. If you're a little bit iffy of what I said in the beginning, and you're like, ah, my pra- my doctor, my practitioner, never, ever going to prescribe testosterone because I'm coming in at the normal range, implement all of these natural therapies and you will notice a difference. Get your test tested, get your estrogen tested, get all your hormones tested, get your thyroid fully tested, and then implement these natural things to boost your testosterone levels because you will feel worlds, worlds, worlds better. Statin drugs prescribed left and right, probably one of the top prescribed drugs next to antidepressants right now. Satin drugs will lower your pregnenolone, thus lowering your testosterone. We need cholesterol levels to produce hormones. So lower testosterone, ladies and gentlemen, will put you at a higher risk of heart disease. That's why we are so concerned with the cardiac effect of low testosterone because we are seeing an increased risk Of heart disease and cardiac arrest when testosterone levels are low. So what do we do when you come in and you have a little bit of high cholesterol? Well, we put you on a statin drug to lower your cholesterol. Now you have lower cholesterol. Now you can't even make pregnenolone. You can't make testosterone. Your pregnenolone drops, which is at the top, that affects all hormones. So we'll see your progesterone drop. We'll see your testosterone drop. You'll see your DHEA drop. You'll see your estrogen drop, and it will absolutely put you at a greater risk of heart disease. So we see that across the board. There is, you know, and I had a study that I will find for you and I will link to it. Uh, regarding the effects of low testosterone on the heart, it's almost as important as the effects of low te- of low T three on the heart. So low T three puts you at risk for cardiac disease for heart has heart implications. Uh, we need T three. The heart has receptors on it for T three. So if you have low T three and low testosterone, we gotta watch your we gotta watch your heart. We gotta watch it because you're at a greater risk greater risk. And then also we have to check your cortisol levels. So we've said this over and over and over again, it probably deserves its own podcast, but cortisol secreted by your adrenal glands has a diurnal pattern starts high in the morning, goes down gradually throughout the day should be lower at night than in the morning. So we see kind of like half of a bell curve with cortisol. If cortisol is dysregulated at all, let's say you are flat lined low, then something happens called pregnenolone steel. We also see DHEA being stolen as well. So your body, because it needs cortisol, we need cortisol for, for, functioning we need it for life your body is smart remember your body is smarter than you so it's going to steal pregnenolone it's going to steal dha to make cortisol and in doing so if we steal that pregnenolone at the top then naturally we will have lower testosterone, lower estrogen, lower progesterone, like we just said. If it seals DHEA and pregnant alone, you're going to have zero testosterone. I mean, you are going to be in the absolute basement. So it is imperative to check cortisol levels. We know cortisol ties back to the thyroid. We need optimal cortisol levels, optimal, not too high, not too low, just right for proper thyroid functioning and T4 to T3 conversion. Also for your thyroid medication to be taken up by the cell. So we're seeing more and more these days cortisol impairment. And then a person is on a proper med and a dose and their levels look really good in their blood and their free T3 is above a 3.5, but they are feeling like garbage and all their symptoms are still there. We have to look at the adrenal function and at cortisol and how it ties back to hormones, specifically testosterone, because that can impair the whole system, the whole endocrine system from working properly and impair that T3 from actually getting into the cell. There's so much else to that too. Yes, I know we have to look at reverse T3 and your iron status and your zinc status and your insulin levels dysregulated cortisol will also affect insulin. So that's another podcast. We're just going to put that over here for right now. We'll get to that. I want you to focus on testosterone and everything that we just talked about today. Ah, testosterone, testosterone. It's so very important. Now, when would we not use testosterone therapy, including the libido stim F, if a woman has PCOS? So if you're coming in with, high insulin, dysregulated periods, testosterone elevated, DHT, dihydrotestosterone is elevated, and you're having all kinds of PCOS, polycystic ovarian symptoms, then we would not use that because we don't want to put, even if your test is like a 55 or a 60, and in this patient over here, while well, she feels great at a 60, but she doesn't have PCOS and you have PCOS and you're growing dark facial hair and you got acne everywhere, including your chest and your back, then no, we don't want to use anything that will push your test up too high. We can down the road once we get everything under control and PCOS is really driven by thyroid dysfunction and high insulin levels. So once we start addressing that, normally we can get your test level into a more optimal range and even use testosterone replacement therapy or natural remedies for it when you're not going to experience those androgenic side effects that accompany PCOS. I gave you a lot of information today. I hope you wrote it down. If you didn't, you can go re-listen to it. Optimal Levels. I have a ton of links to all the supplements that I talked about, as well as to Dr. Anthony Jay's book. I hope to get him on the podcast to interview him because he is a wealth of information and he's a hunter just like me. So... Dr. J, if you're listening, we're having you on soon. For anyone that does want to look into working with me, you can go to my website at amyhornerman.com and click on book a call and you can schedule a free discovery call. That's where we can go over all of my services, how I work one-on-one, everything that you get when you are working with me. That includes personalized nutrition. We go over supplement protocols. It's way beyond just treatment and you know here's a generalized list of supplements and here's what you should do for your thyroid medication yes we will go over that i'll work with your doctor you can work with my nurse practitioner if necessary but i also give you 24 7 support and accountability you get a private number to text me on i'm very responsive to my patients you can ask all of them i get back to you immediately in the latest would be 24 hours and, uh, you also get access to the complete thyroid fix masterclass. When you work with me, we do biweekly zoom meetings as a group. If you choose to participate and all that is recorded. So you get so, so much support and accountability that there's no way you can't get your life back and get optimized when we work together. So I encourage you to book a free discovery call with me to move along. And I just want to thank you all for jumping on as always. Share it. All this information is shareable, isn't it? I say that every single week, but I guess it's pertinent, right? So many people don't talk about testosterone as it relates to women. And this, I mean, uh, my my men get left behind too. It's very, very, very important. I could do a separate podcast just for my guys. But for women, this is kind of like an in general, like male and female. Um, Again, recapping, low test equals Hashimoto's, equals weight gain. Equals low libido, equals loss of muscle mass, bone density issues, uh, depression, anxiety, um, sleep disturbances, irregular periods. You're be a mess. So definitely share this information with people that you love. And I will see you all this week. We have some new videos coming out, new podcasts, new interviews. So definitely stay tuned, make sure you subscribe to the Thyroid Fix podcast and watch for the complete Thyroid Fix masterclass being released soon. All right, take care. Bye-bye guys.